Hey, it's your host Tinto and I have exciting news to share with you before we get into this weekend's episode. The romantic dramedy fiction podcast called Private Affairs inspired by true events is now live. In season 1, Veronica also known as V, a recent Melbourne transplant from Zimbabwe unexpectedly finds herself in a situation with a charming Aussie doctor. She quickly has to learn how to keep her wig on when things get sexy as well as navigate other complexities of an intercultural relationship. This project is sponsored by the Victorian Government of Australia through Creative Victoria and will be available wherever you get your podcasts. For more information, head over to www.privateaffairspod.com. I'm in. You should. Is that a breakup? I think we have a situation right here. Good morning. Yo, what's happening? Good morning, good morning. 2021 and we're doing the episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excitement levels are on peak and all that. Uh, yeah, excitement, anxiety, kind of like, oh, okay. Mixed bag, speak, huh? I have to speak English for an entire hour, not work related, so yeah. And how do you feel about that? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Where I digress, I will try and add my own, um, um, what do you call it, subtitles in English. <laughs> oh, brilliant stuff. Welcome to the Feeling Station. Thank you, thank you. For having me. Uh, for those who are listening to this for the first time, it's a podcast that touches on breakup stories that people would like to talk about with the view to give you lessons from the story that's going to be shared today. And one of the reasons why the podcast is doing well is I do my best to keep my guests anonymous, which brings me to the fun bit. Okay. Well, at least fun for me. Yeah. I've picked out a name for you from the beautiful hot country of Mauritania. Okay. And that's in North Africa. And the name is Sotali, right? Sotali, okay. Yeah, which is yeah. S-O-T-A-L-I. Okay. And what that name means is achievement, or better still, one who achieves. Ooh, okay. Now, how good a description <laughs> of you is that? Or, 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 or it's not at all? So achieve, it's, say it again, sorry? Uh, right, so Sotali, it means achievement or mm-hmm. one who achieves. Oh, okay. Yeah, would yeah, you describe yourself as, apt. Yeah. yeah, would you describe yeah. yourself as an achiever? Yeah. Okay. I'd say so, yeah. In uh, in okay. uh, in what respects? Work-wise, relationship-wise, family-wise? I'd say probably <laughs> obviously that's relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Every other yeah. aspect other than relationships. Yeah. 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 Oh, brilliant stuff. And th- this is another exciting piece for me. What okay. name are you giving the guy we're going to talk about today? Ah, do you know what? Mm-hmm. As much as I have listened to this and I know uh-huh. I still couldn't keep up, couldn't come up with a name. Really? Like I struggled. I was like, so, what so, do so, I call him? Yeah. What do I call him? And I was just like, hey, this is hard, man. Of course. And everybody, every time I'm like, people come on the show and I'm like, come on, you had weeks to think of this. Come on. <laughs> Now I'm like, oh, I see the struggle now. <laughs> I see the struggle. Listen, uh, okay, yeah, I don't know. We call it Tafara. We call him Tafara. Okay, we call him Tafara? You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. We had good times. Okay, and the, yeah. yeah, and that means we had good times, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this reflective of the uh, relationship we're going to talk about? Did you guys have good times? We did have good times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then things took a left turn. Yeah, things kind of went and left, huh? Yeah, so... Nice. Yeah. And uh, the second reason why the podcast has been doing well is there are real-life lessons that guests... Uh, so I guess that people listening to this episode yeah. will learn from your experience. So do you have a lesson or lessons to share with us today? And if you do, fire away. Do you know what? I actually did think about this, and I was just like, oh, I don't know, maybe flip it and let the guy, let the view, the, the listeners listen and oh, right. okay. let them kind of you know feedback to you this is very interesting i've I've never had it this way but do you know and 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 the good thing is twitter is excellent for feedback yeah you know people voice out what they say yeah and (laughs) (laughs) you (laughs) you won't need to worry too much because funny enough the twitter streets relating to this podcast are very reasonable i've not had any wild stuff come up either about per, uh, a person or about um, an episode. So 
yeah, for those listening to this episode, it's down yeah. to you on Twitter to actually bring out the lessons. And I'm really, really keen to see how this is going to pan out. Yeah. The um, only thing I would say is mm-hmm. my only observation is this, mm-hmm. ladies. Mm-hmm. If the guy doesn't make your heart and your vagina do a backflip, he's not the one. <laughs> he's not the one. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. I know you said that we're not going to have any lessons. Yeah. I'm going to add it as a comment. And if people want to take a- it as a lesson, that's entirely up to them. But what my yeah. guest here, Sotali, has just said is, ladies, if the guy is not making your heart and your vagina do a backflip, then it's not that one. <laughs> I'm yet to see what one. a vagina doing a backflip looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the one. You've you've got to have those two, otherwise. Wow. Yeah. He's not the one. So let's get into That's it just then. Me, anyway. You know, let's get uh, let's get straight into it. So where did um, you meet Tafara, and and so, why did you think, oh yeah, it's good to get into a relationship with this guy? So when I met Tafara, yeah, I was in a situation. What does that so, mean? So when I met him, okay, we were working together. Mm-hmm. So when I first met him, I was still in this situation. And, you know, the first time I saw him, I was like, well, he's okay. You but, know. but but hold on a sec. What are you describing as a situation? Were you in a relationship or you were with a... I thought, okay, I wanted it to be a relationship. Yeah. But it was not a relationship. Me and... Because he hadn't made it a relationship? No, me and the situation had mm. been dating on and off for like a year. Okay. And we'd broken up and gotten back together. And every time he'd call, I'd go running because, mm-hmm. you know, he had me digmatized a little bit. <laughs> a, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. yeah, that was the situation. I knew we okay. were definitely not a thing. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's where the story starts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So this starts, you know, the story starts in the mid noughties. Mm-hmm. Uh, in June, and I met Tafara at work, mm-hmm. and you know, I saw him. I was like, "Oh wow, he's okay. Mm-hmm. He's not my usual type, but you know, he's okay." And then we got to talking, and then he was just like, "Oh, but I live with my mom." I was just like, "Ah, there, right there." I was like, mm, "Nah." Okay, why? Mm. But why was that a problem? If I can ask. Um. Because, uh, yeah, for me, it was like, you don't have your shit together if you're still living with your mom, man. But but maybe I'm in the process of getting my stuff together. What, yeah. Why would I go rent out a house when potentially I could be saving enough to actually buy one? We, yes, I think for me then, because I was, you know, quite young then in mm-hmm. the 20s, I mm-hmm. just wanted a guy with his own place. Okay, okay, cool. You know, I wasn't about, oh... You know, you're not thinking long term at that age. You just want you want somebody with your shit together. Yeah, instant gratification, pretty much. Right. We would call it the microwave generation. Yes. You know, we want things ready within two seconds and good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we were talking for a bit, and then oh, I kind of not lost interest, but yeah, a little bit when he said that. But then we continued to talk, and he was a really nice guy, and you know. Things with the situation just deteriorated rapidly and I realized, you know what, this guy is just, he's just not, he's just not into me the way I want it to be. So I was just like, you know, so one day I'm on the, sitting on the bus, I'm bored and I sent Tafara a text and Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, would you like to go out for a drink? Mm. Yeah. Just like that. He did not respond. Oh. Yeah. Jeez, how did that make you feel? Ah, the whole weekend I was just like, shit, this is going to be awkward at work on Monday. This is going to be so awkward. I was just like, ah. Had he shown signs that potentially he might like you? Yeah, I like kind of got the vibe, yeah, that he did like me. But he's also a shy guy. So I was just like, so my friend had been like, oh, you know, send him a message, you know. Yeah. So what did you say to your friend when you got no response? (laughs) And it was a dude giving advice to you. I was just like, you. (laughs) Ah, yeah, that's peak. That's peak. Mm. So, you know, he, yeah, basically just ignored it. Didn't respond. So I was just like, okay, Monday's going to be awkward. So I just pretended like I hadn't sent the message. Didn't bring it up. Neither did he. Mm. 
so that carried on. But then uh, because he ignored me, I guess I was just like, oh, now I really want you, you know? You saw it as so, a challenge. You, you saw it as a mountain to conquer because yeah. you're like, nah, I've got to show you that I'm worth you responding to my messages. Yeah. So fast forward a couple of weeks mm. on the night, work do night out and, you know, drinks are flowing. And yeah, I was letting him know I was definitely interested. <laughs> How were you doing this? I sat on his lap when we uh, were talking. What? Yes. This is a work colleague at a work do. Yeah. So you got a lot of workmates around and some some don't drink so they can clearly see what is going on. Were you oh, not, yeah. Were, were, were you not worried or bothered about that? No, I think, and with my personality type, mm-hmm. like, I wasn't bothered mm-hmm. at all. No. I guess I guess this really ties in very well with your name, Sotali, because remember it says that one who achieves, you know, one who yeah. who, who sets a target and makes it happen. This is you yeah. doing the work to make yeah. this thing happen with Tafara. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, yeah, you know, that night, yeah. Yeah. We kissed. That's the first night we kissed. Who who made the move for the kiss? Him or uh, I can't remember now. I don't know. It could have been one of those movie moments where <laughs> you, you was, we were staring into each other's eyes and, oh yeah, God. we were drawn to each other. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we were dating. So from then on, then we went on our first date and everything. Like, move, things moved pretty fast. Like, mm. went on our first date in October. And then by December, we were in love. Mm. Love was exchanged. I met his parents. <clears throat> like his mom had a big birthday, and I didn't just meet his parents. I met everybody. Wow! You know when somebody says, "Oh, we're just my mom's just having a big birthday." It's just you know yeah. small family, so you're expecting you know siblings. Yeah, yeah. I met granny, granddad, aunties, uncles, cousins. Mm-hmm. I met the entire family in that one fell swoop moment. I need to ask you a question. Yeah. So you sat on his lap. Um, yes. You 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 made the first move. Uh, you sent the text. You made the first move. Mm. After you sat on his lap, did he loosen up and did he start making more of the moves himself and the initiating stuff, or it continued being you doing the initiating of everything? I think he did respond. Mm. To me, sitting on his lap, I remember he had his hand on my back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was just like, oh, okay. Okay. And he was holding on to me. At some point, I did. we did fall over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. But, you know, it was all laughs and it was great. And he was making an effort, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So so when, when you say he was making an effort, was he now asking you out for dates at least to say, hey, do you want to go this place? Do you want to go that place? Yeah. He was. Okay. reason yeah, why I'm yeah. asking those is because you initially described him as a shy guy. And I wanted to, to get a feel of whether he cracked out of his shyness at some point or you held the fort for, 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 for the relationship. Mm, I don't know. Listen to the story. Okay. Good. <laughs> nice. So, you know, yeah. In, in terms of that, yeah, he did ask me out. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we did the usual movie, dinner, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. So we did go out and, okay. you know, things were good. I met his family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then oh, Valentine's Day came and he didn't get me anything. Mm-hmm. And me being me, I was like, eh, what's this all about? Mm. And he was just like, oh, I don't know if it was too soon or not. So I was just like, oh. So I have to sit and tell you to buy me a present on Valentine's Day. I mean, we're in love, no? I was just like, I was a bit confused. Mm. Because in other past relationships, this would have been the norm. If you're in love, you send somebody you love a Valentine's present. So anyway, we got over that hurdle. Mm. Um, And then... So things are swimming along nicely. I decide, look, I'm going to go back to the motherland for a bit. Um, I just need to sort a few things out. Mm. And um, he came on holiday with me. Oh, nice. And he met, yeah. So he met most of my family and everything. And we had a great, lovely holiday. Did he offer to to join you on holiday or you invited him? 
I invited, well, I invited him, yeah. Yeah, okay. I did. Cool. Yeah. So he came along and it was great and it was lovely. Um, and then I was staying for a bit and he was heading back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which I did. <sighs> this is where. <laughs> Jeez, that's one hell of a big sigh, you know. This is where things get complicated for mm-hmm. a bit. Okay. So while I was in the motherland, mm-hmm. Tafara had gone back to base country and mm. then I stayed in the motherland for a little bit. And one day I go to visit a relative at the office that, yeah. you know, she works in. Yeah. And then I see this guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> <laughs> You I've know heard, when you I've see... heard size before, but yo, these are some mad size, you know. You know when you meet someone mm. and you're like, this is bad news. <laughs> this is bad news. Like, just <sighs> say no. You, you you just knew it from I the moment you knew. set eyes on him. Yeah. I just knew this is bad news. Mm. Ah, so this this guy. <clears throat> I don't know what we'll call him. We'll call him Hondo because, mm. you know, <laughs> it was a battle. <laughs> you gotta call him Hondo. <laughs> okay, now I got people uh, all over who don't understand what that means. Please just tell uh, my audience was, what, what Hondo means. What does Hondo it's mean? A, it's war. It's Warfare. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I clocked eyes with Hondo. Mm-hmm. He clocked eyes with me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just African men. They just have this thing. If you say no, the, they're like, mm, I want more. Yeah. I mean, and you have the same thing because remember you sent yeah. that text. The guy didn't know, reply yeah. and you're like, okay, now I want more. So it's not just yeah. African men. It's African men and women. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. So yeah. I'm at this office and this, you know, he's talking to me and we're mm. talking and the whole, oh, let me give you a lift, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, honestly, I'm fine. I'm good. I don't remember somehow, some way, we kept talking. I mm. had his number. He had my number. But I kept dodging him because I was like, no, I'm in a relationship, et cetera, et cetera. And I was just like, just no, it's not. It's not happening. And then an opportunity came up. So I ended up extending my stay in the motherland. Mm. So then I rang, you know, Tafara and I was like, okay, look, this is the situation. Yeah. I'm starting, staying for a stretch, you know, I don't know what you want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think in my heart, I did want to break up. So oh, yeah. I could, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, so okay. <laughs> so you and Hondo could have your battles and warfare. Yes, mm. yeah. And he was just like, oh, well, I mean, you don't know for sure. Let's just wait and see. But, you know, um, we'll keep talking and we'll just see when you come back where we are. Mm. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, I don't know. Hondo must have heard, because obviously I was talking to my relation about what was going on. So, he was just like, he became more, not aggressive, but he became more More intentional. Yeah, you know, more intense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, eventually, we went out on a date. Mm Mm-hmm. And oh, my my resistance fell apart. <laughs> that just reminds me of the commercial from Cadbury ages ago about a flake, a flake chocolate, and you say mm-hmm. just one bite and all resistance crumbles. Yeah, and it and feels that was like exactly, yeah. yeah, it feels like that's exactly what happened here. Yeah, that kiss, I was just like, wow, mm-hmm. I was blown away. Had you had a kiss like that before? No. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to guess what you're thinking. No, nah, I'm not thinking anything. <laughs> I'm just thinking, oh, okay, now nah, he must have been a good kisser. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah s- sparks were flying mm-hmm. and whatever. Nothing happened. We just kissed that night, went home. Yeah. I, I carried on resisting or whatever. But, yeah, eventually, yeah, we did have sex. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the sex was good. Mm-hmm. Now, side story to this was, you know, I think I genuinely wanted him to be my boyfriend. 
but there was an incident earlier on when we were still talking where he did he felt when he was we were talking about it later on and he felt he couldn't trust me therefore i was never ever going to be girlfriend material did he give you a reason why he would say such a horrible thing you know one not only say that he couldn't trust you but two you couldn't be girlfriend material that's that's a bit of a low blow for anybody to say but it was because of that incident. So, I mean, basically, it was one of those situations where, you know, I had a friend who was interested in a guy, but I was, it was a date, but you were kind of like, you you know, those things where you go on a double date, but you're there as moral support. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't into anybody there. I was just there for my friend. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Who yeah. was into a guy. So we were at the spot and he saw me in this car. And this was my mistake where I pretended I wasn't seeing him, but he could see me. So I could see where he was like, okay, I don't feel I can trust you. But why did you pretend you couldn't see him? I have no idea. I was young and dumb, Tinto. I was young and dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He was just plain stupid. Okay, now. Okay. Oh, yeah, I get it now. I get it. Yeah. It was just plain stupid. I had no reason. I should have, in retrospect, I should have just probably gone out of the car and said, hey, how yeah. are you? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Explain my situation. But when you're that young, you're just like, yeah. ah, let's just pretend it's not happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So to cut a long story short with the, the whole Honda situation, you know, I soon realized he, it was never going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely, I think... I did have feelings for this guy in retrospect. Mm. And yeah, but I think I was, I am, or what? Well, I don't know. I'm attracted to a type, the asshole type. And he was that type. <laughs> he was that type. To me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying like, you know, I know he's now he's settled down and married, but to me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he was an asshole to me. So, you know, that's not to say he's an asshole in general. To everyone, yeah. Yeah. So, so that chapter ended and I was just like, all oh, right, do you know what? Let me cut my losses and I'll go back to base country. Wow. Do you know, I like how yeah. you, I, I like how you describe that as counting your losses because for you, you really felt, uh, you know, it can't really get much better than this. Yeah. And, and is that the frame of mind that you went back to Tafara with to say, okay, you will have to do Unfortunately, yeah. Question. Mm. Had you and Tafada had sex by that point? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes, we we had. Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. So I guess you had a basis for comparison because you, you, yeah. you described things with Hondo as so good, you know, both the sex and the kissing. And you've yeah. mentioned nothing of that sort about Tafada. Yeah. So can so, I make the assumption that with Tafada it was blah? It was fine. It wasn't blah. It was fine. When compared to Hondo. It wasn't... Yeah, when compared to Honda, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was black. Ish. <laughs> yeah, ne? <laughs> See what I mean when I yeah. say he's got to make your vagina and your heart Yeah, do yes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. Okay, so, so you decide to, uh, you know, cut your losses and go back to base. Go, go back to base. Mm. Um, Tafara met me at the airport. Were you excited? It is in that moment I knew, no. I was, I was not excited at all. At all. Is that because you were still buzzing from the holiday romance? Or, well, or there was I more don't, to it? Well, that's what I, I thought maybe that was it. I was still kind of hangover holiday. So I said, look, we'll give it a try. So, yeah, then we had sex as well. And it was still, it was mm, fine. Yeah. It was fine. Um, but I was like, it's it's the post-holiday, you know, blues, whatever. It'll get better. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, do you know what? Maybe for once I need to give a guy who's nice, who's not the asshole, you know, the nice guy. Give them a chance. Mm, mm. They, de- they deserve a chance. Yeah. And which I did. And then a few months down the line, I discover, oh, I'm pregnant. Oh. Yeah with my first my eldest so i was just like oh fuck i didn't want to ask this question but i will yeah when you 
did you at some point ever say to yourself, is it Hondos or Tafadas? Or you knew oh, it, was, no. it was clearly oh, yeah, Tafadas? Oh, it was clearly his. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this There's because no is this because you fell pregnant way after you had left uh, the motherland? Oh, yeah. Way, way after. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. And with Safe. Hondo, oh, yeah, we never had um, unprotected sex anyway. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, I knew it was definitely Tafara. So, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I realized I was pregnant. And I was just like, ah, right. This changes things because I I had already had made an exit plan, exit strategy, you know, exit strategy, mm-hmm. and it it didn't pan out. So I got pregnant, and and I think in keeping with my true African values, I was like, I have to make it work. What values are those? <laughs> in that the whole family, um, nuclear family, you know, you have to be a family. Mm-hmm. Mom, dad, child, you have to make it work. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know how to translate this into English, but you know, you stay for your kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah, you, know, you yeah. know, make it work. Make it work for the family. You make it work. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I did. So I stayed and, you know, in fairness, like, you know, things were good, you know, but I knew deep down, could you, mm, so what not. were you guys at this point? Were you still boyfriend and girlfriend? Yeah, we still were. We were okay. living together. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoyed his company, if that makes sense. It doesn't it's make like, sense because this is a guy who you really didn't find attractive. So what are you enjoying about his company? As We did stuff together. As in, like, he was more like a best friend. I see. He sometimes had sex with. I totally get that. That's where the dynamic was there was no fighting we got along and that's where we were and then we got married oh you got married we got married so tally you got married to yes i did get married i know okay make me understand that because you are very clear in your mind you've you've not made it unknown that yeah. she knew that this situation was literally just a best friend you had sex with and now you have a family with. Yeah. But at the back of your mind, you constantly knew this ain't right. So it's one thing to put um, a spade in the ground and then yeah. it's another to lift soil and continue digging. And, and this is exactly, and, and this what, is exactly what you're doing. So yeah. why did you let it go that far? I think... There was also a pressure from my own family, like you have a child, he wants to marry you, why would you say no? And in and around the time that we even got married, my dad was quite unwell and, you know, I didn't realize at the time how unwell he was, but I kept saying like, but I want dad there to walk me down the aisle. And they were like, yeah, no, but it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. Monies were exchanged, you know, the whole thing. I was just like, but... You know, when you're just pressured, in, not pressured, but you just kind of feel, oh, I have to do the right thing. I have to make my dad proud because I'm a daddy's girl, like through and through. Are you a firstborn? No, I'm the last. You're the last, okay. <laughs> I'm the last, yeah. Mm. So I just felt, okay, yeah, let's just do this. And the thing is, like, even when he was asking, he thought he... I knew he was asking. I had seen the ring before. He was not very good at being, or maybe I'm too super detective. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, like, so, so you knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. And we so, went out on uh-huh. our anniversary mm-hmm. for dinner, and he proposed. So, coming. So, did you have to 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 pretend to be surprised? Yes, I had to pretend to be surprised. How 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 good a job did you do of that? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did the whole, oh, oh my God. Like, you know, but gosh. like, yeah. Yeah. Man, it, you know, I've had to pretend about certain things before in the past. Yeah. It was horrible. Because yeah. I knew at the back of my mind that this is not what I really mean. Mm. You know, and I've had uh, something done uh, as well that was a surprise that I had all the information on and had to pretend and that was very difficult. Yeah. 
So, so for, and it was nothing like the level that you had to pretend. I never had to pretend about uh, an engagement, and, yeah. and and I didn't need to pretend about becoming a uh, a life partner. But this is what's happening with you. So I can only yeah. imagine how deep this really was tugging at your conscience. Mm. So, yeah, it was really hard to pretend when you already knew. Oh, yeah. Did you ever have coming. to speak to a friend and let them know exactly how you were feeling? Um, I think years down the line when I found, like, okay. you know, with my friends, they knew for years yeah, yeah. the problems we had because, you know, things did come to a head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually. Okay. But yeah. So anyway, we get married. Um, things are great. You know, he's my best friend. We occasionally have sex, blah, blah, blah. We have the second child. Occasionally. You, yeah. You just threw in there very loosely, but it's got a lot of power to it. Right. Your, your, this is my idea of a husband and wife situation. You know, you yeah. go, you get married, you get a license. Uh, and that license is acknowledging that you guys are in a partnership that can be taken to court if something goes wrong. But yeah. it's also that paper that says, right, now y'all can have as much sex as you want and ain't nobody yeah. going to be asking you no questions. Mm-hmm. So for you to use the word occasional, yeah. W- w- what are we talking about? Once once a day? Once a day? Like what? every day? Yeah. No. <laughs> well, well, what are we talking? <laughs> Fill me in here. Oh my God. Uh, it was like uh, once once a week, once a fortnight. And it was usually me initiating it. Whoa. Yeah. It was usually me initiating it. So potentially was something going on on his end as well then? I have no... I don't think so. He's not the type. What, what do you when mean you he's say, not the type? He's not the type what, to want to have sex? When you going on... Yeah, as in, as in guys uh, are, are normally very into sex. I mean, I'm not saying it as a general statement, but yeah. it, it's not abnormal for guys to want to have a lot of sex purely because of the testosterone that we have running in us. It makes us want oh, to yeah, have sex. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and, oh, yeah. and we get turned on in a flash. So for him not to be initiating it... Was was something going on with his mind? Was it, was he thinking about stuff that wouldn't make him want to have sex? I, I think maybe. See, this is the thing, though, where I know you know this whole thing is 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 it's genuinely one of those. It's not it's not you. It's me. It was definitely all me. You know, you know. In hmm. retrospect, I'm not sure if I gave an environment where he felt safe to initiate. But he shouldn't feel unsafe with his wife. You're his wife. I, uh, it's, I don't know. It's, it, that's the safest it could ever be. Mm. So, 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 so what was going on? Did you ever ask him why he never initiated sex? I never did, actually. Why? I think I'd gotten to the point where I just, I just wasn't bothered anymore. But you'd be the one to initiate it, so you wanted some. Yeah. So, so, so you would be bothered. Yeah, so I would initiate it when I wanted it. But then again, at the same time, I was just like, it was more of a means to an end rather than I passionately wanted this person. Wow. If that makes sense. That's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it does make sense. It was means to an end rather than, oh my God, mm. I want to rip your clothes off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you guys have occasional sex, you know, things are yeah. just plugging along. Yeah, and baby then, number two comes. You was a sharpshooter, eh? <laughs> 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 you know, with the occasional sex that you have, yeah, man was a sharpshooter, blood. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, baby number two comes mm-hmm. and, you know, and then I was, I was going back to work full time. Uh, one year I think we were uh, four or five years married or something like that but I decided right I'm going back to work full-time at the beginning of the academic year so I spent one last long summer in the motherland Mm -hmm. without him just me and the kids Mm -hmm. it was five amazing weeks I came back I did not miss this person and it was then that I knew right this this I'm done. And even 
looking back on it, he even pinpointed that point. That's when he even knew I was done. Really? I was done. In my in my heart, in my mind, I knew I checked out completely. Well, what did he say to you that made you realize he, he knows now? We had a therapy session. Under whose initiative? Mine. Okay. Yeah. He point pointed that moment and he like, I knew you were done. And I was like, yeah, I was done. I checked out. Um, I would probably say from that point on, I think we probably had sex t- two more times and then it was nothing after that. For how long? So, oh, <laughs> five or six years. <sighs> did, this is, did this is difficult to, to, to listen right. to. Yeah. So you're in a in a home with someone. Yeah. I'm assuming you're sleeping on the same bed. Yeah. For five to six years. Yeah. And there was no sex. No sex. Would you at least cuddle? Nope. There was nothing. Whoa. Yeah. There was nothing. So when you occasionally had sex with him, you said it was a means to an end. Yeah. Which means, to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, you had mm-hmm. sexual urges occasionally that mm-hmm. he would then satisfy. Yeah. So within this five to six window, those sex urges, I, I can't imagine they just vanished. See, this is where, you know, your toys come into play, you know? Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, that's what it was, masturbation all the time. And do you I'd think, imagine I'd imagine he did the same. I didn't. Yeah, in, in fact, that's the question I was going to ask. To say, do you think one, he knew that you 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 did this, and two, do you know whether he did the same or he didn't? Um, I'm sure he did, but you know. Um, did you ever get I'm, tempted to uh, to step out? Um, mo- my friends would say I'm not the type to, mm-hmm. but. It was always a case of, you know, and the girls knew for a long time that things were not great. I'd always say, yeah. And if the man came from the universe and was put right directly into my lap, I wouldn't be looking. Yeah. You know, for it. So you, you mentioned to me early on that you met his family, his his mom, his dad, his grandparents. You know, he yeah. he sounds like he comes from a very family-oriented environment in the same way that yeah. you do. Yeah. So when it came to communicating this to the family, how difficult was it for you guys? Um, so we'll cut forward to five, six years. Mm. Um, and then I, I, you, it was one of those situations where the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. And I said, I'm done. I, I literally said the words, I want a divorce. We'd had fights in between these five, six years where we knew things were not right. Mm. But neither of us had the guts to pull the trigger. Why is that, though? See, we did go to therapy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the therapist did explain his emotional coping strategy and communication. Mm -hmm. You know, he's non... Uh, what's the word? You know, non-conflict, doesn't like conflict at all. You know, and, you know, as per strong traditional family values, he would have probably stayed the way we were until the children were adults. Wow. That makes sense. So so that explains yeah. his side. What explains your, your side? Well, why didn't you pull the trigger at the time that you needed to? I, to be honest, this was the first relationship I had ever had to pull the trigger on. Previous to this, I I didn't. I had never. It was always me being dumped, so I didn't know how to break someone's heart. I didn't like you know. I just mm. didn't know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't know, and I know, and that, and that's an excuse I use. But you know, I'm just like, but like, it's difficult to end. A relationship, let alone a marriage. And then... How big did... Um, 
did did guilt and awareness have to play in this? Because remember, from from the get go, you knew that this is not for me. I think there was a lot of guilt element to it in that my father was not happy about the union initially. He came round to it, but I think my whole, as you know, as the name is. I wanted to show him I can make this of work. Of course, yeah. You wanted to you be know, an achievement, you know. You wanted to yeah. be known as achiever. Now they always I say that the older they, they say that the older folk are very wise and they see things that we don't see as the younger yeah. ones. What mm. do you think your your father saw initially oh. that made him hmm, about it? Okay, as as nice as this as Tafara is, mm-hmm. he's not an ambitious guy. He's He's happy enough to coast along in life. Mm. You know, he'll take an opportunity if it's handed to him, like literally in his lap. You see, that's why I was asking the initial questions right from the onset to say who was initiating stuff here. Because in the very few minutes that you described him, I got the feeling that he's not a go-getter. No, he's not. That's why I had said, listen to the story. Okay. Probably get that, the sense. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. It now makes a lot of sense. He's more kind of, you know, I'll just go with things along. Go along with things. So, and, you and, know. And your dad picked this up? I mean, my dad had never met him. But mm. from what he'd heard, he was he was already asking, like, what's his plan? And I was like, I don't know. Mm. We're young. We'll figure it out. Okay. And, and I think and that's maybe another part of, of getting married was like, I wanted to show that, look, we can make this work, man. So it wasn't really about you, you know, this, this, this whole thing about, um, about going ahead with it when you came back from, from the motherland and you weren't feeling it. It was more yeah. about, about him to say, look, okay, I, I can make this work for us yeah. and for you. And then you're doing the same thing for, for, for your dad. Yeah. Have you always been that kind of person who puts others first and not yourself? Um, I think it more it, it depends on on the on the situation. Yeah. But I think as well it's more of I think I've become more self-aware as mm-hmm. I've gotten older so I know okay this is not for me. Yeah, yeah. It's a straight up no. Whereas I think, and the other thing is though, and I always think maybe this is a big thing where we come from a culture where if you don't have a husband, you are nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could be the CEO of Amazon or whatever. Yeah, but it counts for The question will always boil down to, but you don't have a husband. Yeah, with your husband. Mm. You know. So I think I was trying to have that. Yeah. You know, I was trying to have the husband and have the kids and, you know, be happy all on the, on the you know, just portray this, you know, mm. happy kind of family vibes and, you know, tick a box. One of the, one of the values that you mentioned earlier was that um, you wanted a nuclear family and you used the expression yeah. Kugari Ravana, which resonates yeah. with a lot of people from Zimbabwe. And that basically means yeah. staying purely for the kids. Mm. When you decided to get divorced, that value was less important than your freedom and happiness. One thing the therapist said, if children stay in an environment like that, they learn that how that is the normal way of relationships working. Where they don't see their parents being intimate or being showing emotion, being lovey-dovey. It affects their relationship later on in life. Wow, that's deep. And, That's deep. you know, kind of realize, whoa, hang on. So by staying in this, we're doing more harm than, than good. good. Okay. And you that's know, when you said, and, and, and is that when you said, okay, you know, I'm done? At this stage, we, I had already been done. Yeah, yeah. But I was doing this kind of therapy to be like, we both need closure mm-hmm. on on ending this. And the funny and the whole kind of nuclear family thing. The funny thing is, though, like my my mom is just like every relation I've told about this. They're all like, oh, "What about the kids?" Yeah, I'm like kids are resilient. What about me? Nobody's asking. How? What about me? Hmm. And that's the thing is that you know 
that val- my kids will be fine. They have two parents who love them. And I think the good thing is that because it's it's um there's no fighting or anything, you know. Mm. It's amicable. We still talk even though, you know, we're going through the motions of divorce and separation. How long has that been? Talk. It's been nearly a year now. So so relatively fresh. It's relatively fresh, yeah. So how about you then? Are you okay? I think I've grown. I'm strong. I think I had a conversation with you about it, mm. you know, earlier on where I now realize I am a strong person. Yeah, 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 you did. You know, I my sister's anniversary is coming up in two days. Mm. It's been a year. It's been a tough year. Mm. But I've managed to get through this, you know, and bit by bit, yeah. I'm dipping my toes back in. Yeah. The dating pool. So. And what's happening with your type now? <laughs> with my type. Yeah, <sighs> you, you sound like you've grown emotionally. And uh, I don't know how to say this, but I think I'll be disappointed if the asshole was still attractive to you. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, what's happening there? Are you, are you still attracted to that kind of guy or... You like well, you've been with a nice guy. That didn't really seem like it worked yeah. out as you wanted. So, so yeah. someone maybe who's a blend of both. I don't know. I mean, does that guy actually exist? I don't know. I mean, it, it just feels like I don't know. I just uh, yeah. I'm not having much luck. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. there is someone, and you know, but mm-hmm. I'm not reading too much into it because is he an I'm asshole? Still... No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not. He's a nice guy. He's not a nice guy. Mm. He's in. I suppose he's in between. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess you just answered your own question. Then you asked yeah. if such people exist, and bam, yeah. it sounds like he's knocking on your door. You know. Is he? he is he being very intentional though about you? Yes, and it, and respectful in terms of um, the boundaries I've set. In terms of you know, I, I can't. We can't talk long term for a little bit because you know. I'm still recovering, even though the relationship was dead five, six years, but mm. still like it's a, it's only officially off, yeah. officially off for like a year. Yeah. You're still going through and, the emotions of that. Yeah. And the children need to adjust to that. Mm, mm, mm. So he's respectful of that. And, you know, he's taking the box. The vagina is doing a back backflip. The heart <laughs> is doing a backflip. <laughs> Needless to say, you guys have had sex already then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, 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 at least those those two <laughs> things have been ticked, and those are very important. Um, yeah. You know, just play back that lesson for those who are listening to uh, to this episode. <laughs> you know, remember, first thing up is it's your responsibility as the audience um, to come up with the rest of the lessons. But the one that came at the beginning as a comment, but I'm drawing as a lesson was, ladies, if he doesn't make your heart and vagina do a backflip, then he is not the one. <laughs> right. Not and, the one. and, and I guess it's nice to hear that the guy who you're seeing now is making those two things happen. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I think, I suppose retelling the story, I'm really realizing that when you know it's over, do yourself a favor. A favor. Yeah. Just because now I just feel like I wasted this guy's time. Well, I guess you wasted each other's time. Yeah. You know, because you, you guys were in it together. Mm. But. Well, I'll know. take I'll, I'll take that as a lesson for, for, for myself. Um, yeah. You, you know, if I was to put a comment for myself on Twitter, it would be, if you know that it's over, it really is over. Do yourself a favor and just yeah. leave. Yeah. And yeah. I think previous um, guests have said it, like, yeah. trust your gut. You know it. Yeah, yeah. I knew from the time when I saw him getting off the plane and, you know, my heart didn't sing. Then you knew that. Mm, and I knew. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I guess you needed to grow, hey? You you, yeah. you you needed that experience in order for you to know that sometimes with emotions, you've just got to be cutthroat and look after you number do. one. You know, it's nice to, to, to put the other person first, but you also need to remember that you are a party to this and you need to look after your own heart because it, it affects how much of you you can give someone. Yeah. Well, nice. Well, thank you very much, uh, Sotali. This was um, 
really, really interesting episode. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's, it's, it's made me think and reflect because I've been in a situation like that. And yeah. I should have been able to pull the plug, but just like you, I, I, I couldn't because I didn't know how to. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't know TV, what impact yeah. it was going to have on the other person who I supposedly cared for. So, mm. yeah, I totally relate to, to the difficulty that you had. These are the life skills that should be t- teaching children in school how to yeah. break up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, <laughs> do, do you know, pe- you know, people will probably take that lightly and say, yeah, you know, that's, yeah. a, that's a funny line, but it's a very real thing. How do you break up a friendship without yeah. hurting people and names flying? Yeah, yeah. I, I had Name a guest um, a couple of months ago who actually Googled how to break up with someone. And and I remember oh. laughing on the episode and thinking it was funny, but now in hindsight, that that actually wasn't that funny. That was a real thing. Yeah, no, there's no rule book in in relationships. Yeah, you know, they don't give you a module. Yeah, yeah. You're just expected to, you know. And you don't, and 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 you don't become an expert at the module. You don't pass it with the distinction. No, no. It's funny, like uh, it's funny you mentioned that guy googling something, you know, yeah. at work. Yeah. Because I work in healthcare, there is a you can do an online course how to deliver bad news. At first, I laughed, but now I'm just like, oh, actually, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's it, if I had access to that, I think I'd actually do it. Yeah. It because really it's 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 not easy. No. But hey, you know. Guys, take from this what you what you what you can and yeah. learn from it. Um, so yeah, to wrap it up, yeah. So thank we're you, thank separated you. Separated and divorced now, and you know. Okay. Well, thank we you move. so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Satali. Um, You're welcome. I look forward to the comment section. I will hit you up and share what uh, people have drawn in terms of lessons. And for those who are listening to this episode, I thank you for your time. I thank you for your patience. And I look forward to catching you on the next episode of The Feeling Station dropping on Saturday. Peace. Doi motor no to kujiziru amai Kujiziru amai Love is a dying Doi motor no to kujiziru amai